Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nuggets burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to a special um, Royal Blue podcast where we talk about the news that John Stones definitely wants out. It's not a new concept, obviously. You know, we've uh, Since last summer, we've been aware that Stones has wanted to move on. Uh, Rumours with Man City emerged in previous weeks, but uh, yesterday uh, we reported that not only does he want out, he wants out quickly. He wants to start pre-season at the Etihad. Um, Pep Guardiola's side jet away next week on an extensive tour. And as we understand, Stones wants to be on that plane. So, 50 million is the price tag that's been talked about. There's been contact between the clubs, and that's pretty much where we're at, really. You know, whether anything will happen this week or not, whether he will get his wish to go away with City remains very much to be seen. But, Phil, that's pretty much as, it, as the situation is, isn't it? Nothing I've, I've missed out there from what you, you were told. Uh, no, I don't think so. You know, I think, as, as you said, the, the key line is that John wants and hopes to be able to start his pre-season with, with City uh, and get as much time under Pep Guardiola as he, as he possibly can whether you know whether he gets that want and whether a deal is 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 brokered whether Everton you know are, are given an offer that they deem acceptable in that time frame because obviously John was due back at Everton and still is due back at Everton sorry uh, early next week uh, maybe even Monday so if something is to happen you know as, as John would like it then things will have to move very quickly over the next few days but uh, the signs are very much in the direction that he he wants out and and uh, we'll have to see how that develops now. Preno, it would be it would be remarkable if you know he was able to if it happened that quickly basically wouldn't it? It's they've always been protracted affairs when a player you know wants to go Everton want to keep them traditionally Everton have kind of dragged it out to get top dollar. Especially if Everton play hardball with the money. If you remember how long the Julian Lescott deal took to uh, to sort out in the same circumstances not that many years ago. Uh, it would be very unusual for it to happen that quickly. Uh, Everson played a blinder last summer on this, uh, just dug their heels in, uh, you know, despite you know strong interest from Chelsea, a transfer request from John Stones, and uh, you know a couple of increased bids, and said no, you're under contract, we want you to stay. It could be argued that his um, his form last season, which was shaky at times, was possibly a direct legacy of that. Um, whether Everson are prepared to play as hardball again this summer, I doubt to be honest. I mean. If a player wants to leave and he's made his mind up he wants to go, uh, they generally get their own way. There's not a great deal you can do, uh, especially if you run the risk of you know, them you know, affecting their form as the season progresses. Um, I think Everton will ask for a fairly significant transfer fee. And some of the figures we've seen this summer already, you know, so 50 million maybe doesn't look quite that ridiculous. Um, but I think it probably will get done, um, maybe later rather than sooner. I'm disappointed uh, if, if that was the case. I mean, I, I love watching John Stones play. He's uh, 
such an easy on the eye footballer who could become very, very, very good. You know, like a, a Rio Ferdinand in the making. But at the moment, it's a could be. And if Everton are going to lose any players this summer, he's the one I'd arguably uh, be happiest to see going. Happiest is probably the wrong phrase. You can't replace centre forwards that easily. I, I love Lukaku a lot, great player, despite his poor showing at the European Championships. He's difficult to replace. Ross Barkley, who knows what Ross Barkley could become? And like, there's no suggestion that any clubs are interested in him. Centre backs, you can replace. You know, they're, they're not in short supply. I mean, as Manchester City found themselves with the centre back they bought last season, sometimes they don't always uh, pay off the big money signings. But you'd probably be a better suited trying to bring in a centre half than you would be bringing a centre forward. So. All in all, yeah, I think it probably will happen eventually. And I'll be quite sad to see it happen. So you're not as kind of uh, philosophical or, or accepting of it, are you? You're of the school. Well, you know, what's your it's take? It's an angry young man. That's right. <laughs> angry what? I can't agree with the, with the lads are saying, but I, I'm in the thought of you've got to keep your best players regardless of what you're trying to do. Ronald Koeman said it on his first press conference, you do not sell your best players, and that's the end of the story. If you do, you're only going one way, in my opinion. Everton are trying to do something this summer, which they've never done before, by announcing world-class players to the football club. And by doing that, I think it sends a really bad message, and we're meant to be making statements of intent. Well, this is the other way round. You to sell your best players. We're trying to be like the Man- next Manchester City, the next Chelsea, the next Man United, yet we're selling our best players to them. I, d- I don't get it. I don't see... That thought of it straight away. First, next of all, you, you just can't sell your best players. Yet, Preno saying that you can replace them, but John Stones will go on to be a world-class player, in my opinion, with the right coaching methods behind him. He will. Now, we had a manager last season that played him at right-back for half of the season, preferred Alcaraz ahead of him in big European games. He weren't coached in the right manner, in my opinion. I think with the right coach, Ronald Koeman, which arguably Ronald Koeman will make him the defender that Ronald Koeman became himself, I think that's a good thought as well. But for me, Everton have got to do all they can to keep hold of one of the prize assets in John Stones. If the player himself has actually gone in and told the manager, he knows Ronald Koeman's in charge now, he knows what kind of uh, you know, credentials and you know, coaching certificates, if you like, that, that he's got, the philosophy he's got, he knows that and he's still gone in and said he wants to leave. I think his mind's made up. But this I is the same Lewis Suarez that told Liverpool that he wants to leave and they kept hold of him for another year, apparently. Did they do the Neverson kept hold of John Stones for a year? Yeah, the difference is, is Lewis Suarez went and trained in the reserves. John Stones kept his place in the first team. Suarez apologised, cleared the air with Rodgers, then went on and had the best season he had ever had in his career. John Stones had the season we all we just spoke about last season. But he went alone in that, though, Phil, was he? Yeah, a lot of ever talk, talk a lot of ever. It'd be interesting, actually, if, if they did, just to see how he reacted. But, you know, if Everson said, no, no, you know, so we want you to stay, and then another transfer request comes in, I think that that is cast, and I think you could you could do much more. But, yeah, it's interesting, you know. Uh, I, I think one thing for me is that I've seen, like, 50 million the, 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 um, straight away, the value for him. Is this the same 50 million that David Luiz was sold for? Look at John Stones, is that the I think they're on another level. So yeah. Evan have got to start that fill at 50. So sure. Yeah, I think the negotiation should start at 50 rather than that's what we'll, we want for him. Yeah, I agree with that, definitely. I, uh, I'd third that I think Stones' value could be in excess of <clears throat> 60 or 70 million. People will turn around and say that's uh, wishful thinking in the least. But as you said, David Louise was, was it two summers ago that he, 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 he went for that? The transfer market has, has kind of already become inflated since then. You see very average players, uh, with no disrespect to any of the lads who've made moves so far, changing hands for 15, 20 millions. Mm-hmm. You know, players who've got a bit of potential, for example, Jordan Ibe at Liverpool, 15 million. So 
stones, albeit actually not loads older than I've, has shown certainly, I would argue, a lot more potential. And therefore, I would say that um, 50 million should be the bottom price. Interesting already coming from the Manchester end. Uh, the MEN, our sister paper over in Manchester, reported that uh, City were talking about a 42 to 45 million price tag. So they'll try and whittle that 50 down. But if anything, I think Everton should can at least be afford to be hard-nosed and say, look, you might want him to go on tour with you. He obviously wants to go on tour with you. If you want him quickly, you'll have to pay the absolute top, top dollar. I suppose, what would you want? Would you want that he is bulleted and the reserves are made to train there? Until, cause I'd, make, I'd make him apologise and stay with the first team. One message that they sent out, Greg, it's first of all to Everton fans. No, but how, First of all to well, players that you're trying to generate no, as a club. No, I know, what you, I know where you're going, but I didn't ask you that. What I mean is, practically speaking, what you do. Do you go and say you're training with the reserves until you change your mind? He said twice now he wants to go, as Preno says. He's come in and he's, he's got... He's desperate to go and play for Guardiola, isn't he? He's yeah. got a reason. It's not like he's banged on about it since last summer. He did try and knuckle down. Didn't have a good season in terms of form. But he clearly still wants to leave. So what good is keeping him against his will when he's done it twice? I sort of agree with you to, to that extent. But I can't emphasise enough how bad, how damaging this will be for Everton this summer. It's really damaging for what they're trying to achieve. You can, We're trying yeah. to attract Axel Witzel and these likes of players. But, 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 but by selling your best players, what's that trying to do? What, sort of, you know, say, what yeah. sort of statement does it, does it uh, sort of put out there when you replace him with, uh, uh, you know, another top class centre half? You know, I totally understand him. Nobody wants John Stones to go. That you know, nobody wants to see him leave because, as you say, potentially he could become go on to be a brilliant centre half. But. I'm of the mindset is he wants to leave, cut a deal that suits Everton, get the right money and get it done. Now, and the thing is, the difference between now Everton now than when we were talking about Joe and Les Scott before, Everton are in a position where they've got money, that money will be reinvested and more if Koeman says so, if he needs £60 million to go and buy a centre-half. He will buy a replacement who is as good or better than John Stones. I'm not sure that John Stones' uh, reputation is that massive throughout Europe at the moment. Anyway, I know you know people at Barcelona, you know, talked him up you know, mm. last summer. But I think you talk about sending out a signal. You know, it's not like he's, he's a regular England international. I mean, he went to the European Championships and never played a minute. So you know, I don't think he's got this like massive reputation around Europe that maybe would attract you know sort of the top name players. So I don't think, don't think it would be that damaging. I'd share. So just a quick one. I'd share. Your, your insistence more if Everton were looking at losing two, maybe three of the better young players. If it was a case of Lukaku was definitely going, Barkley was possibly going, and Stones, I, I just don't think you can have that. I don't. I think that is selling your best young players, and therefore, as you say, it would be a disastrous sign of intent. But sign kind of one out of three. It's far from ideal. What's the difference between last season, what the transfer request, and this season then? I suppose it's just that nothing's changed in terms of he's still insistent he wants to go. We kept him essentially against his will last summer and he didn't have his best season. I mean, you've got to look at it as well, I suppose. If Everton did say, no, we're keeping you, and then he had another season whereby you know, he didn't deliver on the promise. And there's got to be, if you're looking at it as, as a betting man, there's got to be odds that he wouldn't progress as, you, as you'd like Obviously, him to. Obviously, yeah. But still wants to go next summer. Well, it might be that Everton would have to kind of take a considerable cut on the fee they might be able to charge for. If any, during the Euros, his price has been inflated, hasn't it? Regarding he never kicked a ball for England <laughs> and then. you got Chris Smalling to the world going for 
stupid money. First of all, we've got, we asked a lot of Evertonians before questions regarding John Stones to you guys. First of all, it's would you rather see Van Dyke come to the club and have money left in? And that's from Mark Ellison. Phil, you can have that one. Van Dyke from Southampton as a replacement. I would have Van Dyke as one of two. Is he a John Stones replacement or a another? I would say, love with last on based on last season's performances, he's better than John Stones. But for potential, you would, you would argue probably not. So I would say, you know, because if you're saying we get fifty five million for John Stones hypothetically, would you spend fifty five million on Van Dyke? Mm. No, okay. he's not a fifty five million pound centre half. So what I'm saying is, if you said to me we lost John Stones, but we brought in Virgil Van Dyke and I don't know Kubali just because he's, he's yeah. out there, I'd, I'd be comfortable with that, more than comfortable. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Stones for Van Dyke as a, as a swap and not do anything else to the defence because it's a wider problem as well. Declan eighteen seventy eight says, "Who would you like to see replace John Stones if he does go?" Preno. Um, I don't know much about Koulibaly to be honest, but you know he's, he seems to be the flavour of the month. You know, so out there, uh, he's being targeted by Chelsea. You know, so you know clearly he's he's got a decent reputation. Um, Ideally, I'd like to see somebody you know who's already comfortable with the Premier League, because uh, it is such a diff- difficult league to come to terms with. Again, as you know, we mentioned earlier, Manchester City found out when they spent huge sums of money on a centre half that you know sort of struggled badly. Um, I'm just trying to think of who's. Do you ever look closer to likely. home? Do they look in the Premier League or do they look outside? Well, he's done very well, hasn't he, Kerman? You know, in the last couple of seasons, basically rebuilding squads from scratch again. Mm. So I don't think we should be worried too much about you know his. His ability to, to lose players and replace them, I think he could well look down at Southampton. Fonte, you know, uh, did well for Southampton last season. He's had a reasonable European yeah. Championships. Uh, I'd possibly be looking down there myself. Whether they will, we don't know. It remains to be seen. Personally, I'd take the fifty million. Add arguably ten on top of that, and then go and try and really test Stokes' resolve on Shawcross. They've held on to him, and he's a lad who's been who's been linked with big clubs for a good while but for me he would be a perfect replacement because yeah he's nowhere near as natural and comfortable on the ball as John Stones is but he, what he is is he's a proper Premier League defender mm. and a bit more on a bit of a premium for, I was staggered he never got in the England squad mm. um, and Smalling did I would say he would be the one whether or not I mean Peter Coates and Stoke aren't short of a few quid now we saw that last one when they blew yeah. us out the market for Shakiri. But Everton aren't equally, and I think probably Everton's owner now is actually wealthier than theirs. Yeah. And if it come down to brass tacks of who's going to pay him more, maybe maybe for the lad himself, he might think, am I, am I due a move? And then we'll go and put this dilemma on, on, on the other club. We've touched on this just um, briefly. Um, question from Henry Jones and Michael Temple. It's basically, is the £50 million reported far too cheap? Phil. Yeah, I think we've covered that. I mean, I think we're in agreement here that that should be the starting point in negotiations. Um, you know, based on other player sales and David Luiz is a good barometer, I think, of, of of what what you've got to be paying for for that sort of say level because John's probably going to be better than David Luiz. But you know, I think fifty million is the starting point. Will how old was Luiz when he, when he moved for fifty? Mid twenty, mid twenty, twenty six, twenty seven. Your city, I'm gonna. Someone tweeted me, it was quite funny, because I must say it every week, I'm playing devil's advocate, yeah. sitting on the fence with a massive splint on my backside, but I'll do it again. If you're, uh, if you're City, will you not point out that Louise was a little bit older and a bit more proven? I'm not saying he's, he's as good as Stones, but I, if you actually look at it... Proven? 
Well, what Stones achieved, what's he done tangibly in the game? He's got yeah, a handful of England caps. Yeah. More, he's looked the part brilliantly at times. Was this was the same if like Rio Ferdinand was very similar? And broke into the England team. I, I think he'd West. done it. I think he he played consistently at a high level for Leeds, hadn't he? I argue Ferdinand was he part of that team that got to the Champions League semi. Ferdinand was he? Yeah, yeah. I'd argue he was a little bit ahead of John in terms yeah. of development for me because yeah. what John's twenty two. Yeah, I'm just wondering if that's oh, what City will be saying. It's potential. That's what you know. City would be paying for a, a player that could develop. He's he's a wonderful footballer. We know how good he is at bringing yeah. balls out of defence. What a great eye for a pass he's got. Uh, but he still needs to brush up an awful lot on some of his defensive abilities. Yeah. And I think City would be hoping that they could uh, build on that. What do Everton say to City? Look, you played 60 million for Sterling last summer. Yeah. yeah. So just hand it over and get yeah. on with it. So. How this is from um, Gary Gray. How much would we get? And how? And should we go for Calabay? Is it Phil? Kulabali. I've said, you know, hypothetically, he would be somebody that looks the part. And but like like Preno mentioned, then I'm not going to claim to be some sort of Serie A expert. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've only watched him a little bit, and look, <coughs> you know, you, you put his name into YouTube, and you only see the best bits, don't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Looks good. Looks strong. Looks quick. Looks comfortable on the ball. We've, you know, we've speaking to people this week, Greg, and who'd said he's he's a very strong lad you know a bit you know a real strong defender which look so that sounds very promising and the fact that Chelsea and Antonio Conte who's you know yeah you sort of oversaw that you know particularly stubborn Italian team and you know how, how well organized they were if he likes him then that would be another tick in the box but look I can't play I can't claim yeah. to be it this is from Neil Munnelly who asked do you do, is it fair that John Stones is progression Hasn't been helped by Roberto Martinez over the years. You should answer that one. Family, I'm in family. Yeah, camp. But the question is to you, Greg. Has it? As as a pure defender, no, I don't think it has been helped. Um, I don't think Martinez knew how to get the best out of his defence in terms of being defenders. Whether or not, though, arguably he has emerged as the candidate because of his ability to bring the ball out from the back. The Martinez will definitely will have enhanced that, yeah, yeah. ironically. But um, and the doubts. Equally, what Martinez did for him on one hand, he maybe took away from him on the other because he didn't force him enough into being a defender who, who would do his basics first. So it's a bit of a bit of a mixed bag there, really. Yeah. But I think I know it was only the last game of the season against Norwich, but I think we all kind of remarked that it seemed as if I don't know whether or not it was just coincidence, but he was doing the the basics a bit more eagerly. I think he went long a couple of times, didn't he? Which yeah. you never see under the previous manager. I think that's manager. got to do with a week with David Unsworth. Just it, could, it could be. It could be, arguably, be that Swan took him aside. But then, you know, Unsworth was in and around the club. Um, while Martinez was as well, I suppose it wouldn't have been his, pl- his place to speak to him, would it? it? It could be a European Championship looming and just not wanting to drop another rick ahead of a big championship <laughs> and cost his place. Well, exactly. So keep it nice and simple. I'll look back on the Unsworth team, and I won't mention names, but I know, I know a lot of people who... We speak really highly of Workfields in, in the under twenty one setup and, and talk about his one on one defensive coaching and how it's brought them on. So a, w- a week with Unzi probably, mm. you know. All right. The next one's from our Matthew Williams who says, if possible, what player would you take in part X? From City from Manchester City. Yeah. Silver, please. <laughs> 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 no, but being being sensible there. Oh gosh. I'd take Pep Guardiola. <laughs> yeah. They're pushing they're they're pushing the centre forward, aren't they? They're, they're, they're pushing... Um, Boney. Boney. Boney, yeah. Yeah. And he was uh, a very, very decent striker up until about you know 18 months ago when, when he joined them and just seems to have gone missing. Jacko yeah. has gone now, hasn't he? I think he'd yeah. be yeah, taking a, a chance yeah. on. Yeah. Um, Interesting you mentioned Deco because he was 
he was one that was on David Moyes' list about five, six yeah, years he ago. Played for Wolfsburg. Yeah, and then they were they were quoted the sell out, the buyout clause, and it was like all, all bets are off type of thing. <laughs> so interesting. I think yeah. he's he's good. I just wonder whether now with our financial clout we have to look beyond it and then inject over. This is another from Gary Maiden. Who's just paused it. Yeah. So Gary Maiden asks. Gary Bain asks, if, um, do we think a move for Van Zyke is on the cards? If so, any Saints players Ronald Koeman might fancy? Yeah, imagine there will be. Um, you know, he said at his, his opening press conference as a manager that there's a lot of players he likes at Southampton. Of course he does. It wouldn't take a rocket scientist to, to assume that Van Dyke was in there and as mentioned, Jose Font. See, Jose Font was mentioned in Ronald Koeman's team of the Euros, wasn't he? He was, yeah. yeah. 31 though, isn't he? Yeah. So he's definitely, in terms of the age gap and potential to carry on playing for a few seasons, is probably not one you'd equate with Stones. Interesting, Preno. Gary Savage asks, do you think the deal will be structured on all cash up front over a basis of potential sell-on clauses with John yeah. Stones? That's a good shout. Um, I suspect Everton will want the vast majority up front and City clearly have you know, the financial capability to do that uh, but quite what you would put in place because you remember I'm trying to think of a comparative comparable deal but when Wayne Rooney went to Manchester United all those years ago there were clauses galore in that contract including if he won the league you know yeah. God knows how many times how many you know so 10 20 England caps he got and even then Emerson still only got I think it was it 31 million in total yeah. you know if he you know well, triggered every trophies, single yeah. clause in there uh, so there might be something like that um, in terms of you know winning England caps, uh, winning trophies of Man City, uh, but I suspect Everton will insist on the vast majority of it being up front in a you know a lump sum. Of course, as Barnes, these sell on fee to, to yeah. sort of is back. it five percent? Is it? I don't know exactly, but I think it's more than five percent. Yeah. So you know, look, Everton aren't a club necessarily in need of cash like they were twelve months ago, but you know, all all got to be factored in, hasn't it? As Lee Ledbetter says, Greg, do you think it's based on trophies won in in this deal with in, with Manchester City and John Stones? Do you think it's fifty million and incentives in the future? I would like to hope that it's not. I'd like to hope that they're thinking Everton are in the position of power here, and they can say. And Lee Le- Lee Ledbetter asks Greg, would there be any future incentives such as sell-on fees based on trophies won in the first five years, etc., fifty million? plus add-ons. I'd like to think Everton are in a position of strength whereby now they can demand that it's just pure cash and it's up front. Um, you know, as Prano touched on, I think in the past it might have been a, more structured in deals that, um, you know, that especially when Everton needed the money desperately when they sold Rooney, and that's why he went. Mm. Uh, they don't in this instance. And so therefore, they'll want top money up front to go and invest straight away on a top defender. So I think... I would like to hope that they, you know they can forget about trying to structure it, and you know again like Prano said, City don't necessarily need to do deals that way, so um, you know literally pay up or, or, or shut up. And you know the thing is Everton haven't got the, not that they want, but there's not an auction, there's not another club coming in, so it'll just come down to Everton and City, I guess. And then it's I suppose it's it's John Stones. If City don't go to the the sum that Everton wants, what's that tell him about how badly he's wanted? Yeah. You know, is he gonna? Is he getting told he's going in there to be one of four, or is he going to start games? And you know, it's, it's interesting. Who knows? He still could end up at Ever- staying at Everton. You just yeah. don't know. It's unlikely, yeah. but you never know. Uh, final question. This is for all three. You basically, it's um, do you think this is from Manny EFC? Do you think Joe Hart may be part of the deal? It's interesting. Everton after a goalie. 
Look, Stojo, Arsipas, and requirements at Manchester City. Do you think it's possible, Phil? I don't know. I would, I would suggest City's valuation of Joe Hart would, rightly or wrongly, I would suggest wrongly, would probably eat up quite a, a chunk of that fee. And I don't know. I, if, if it materialised that way, I don't know if I'd be totally comfortable with, with that being the deal. I think there's potentially better goalkeepers out there for Everton to target. I like him a lot. I'll jump at him. Yeah. yeah. I know he's been awful in the European Championships. Mm. It sounds a bit daft, a couple of silly mistakes. When he thinks the game too far, you know, he always seems to make these strange errors. But, you know, Premier League last season, I thought he was excellent. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a great goalkeeper and uh, I'd love to see him a good assist. Would you, would you take, say, 30 million plus Joe Hart? Yeah, because I don't think, you know, money is such an issue these days. Mm. You know, we're told there's a this uh, considerable war chest there. So Clearly, you're not going to be daft and just throw money away for the sake of it. But if you've got a top-class goalkeeper coming in who's you know completely comfortable in the Premier League, mm. and you get a little bit of money on top of that as well for a defender who could be great in the future but isn't at the moment, I think that'd be good business. Would you take that, Greg? Considering obviously, would you, Leighton yeah. Baines maybe up for that? You've got other English centre-halves. Phil Jagielka will be up for that. That helps that that solid base in defence. You surely, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I'm not sure I would. I think I'd like to see Everton hold out for the full whacking price on Stones and then they'll go and buy the goalie they want rather than having a goalie foisted upon them or certainly kind of someone thrown into a deal because it suits City. Whether or not Everton really want Joe Joe Hart, I'm not sure. I mean, he's been linked with from us a couple of weeks ago, Kasper Schmeichel. We've looked at Sillison, we know that, uh, Ajax. And we've yet to hear firmly that Koeman's interested in Joe Hart. Now, I'm not, I don't disagree with Preno that he's a, he's a very, very good Premier League level player. I do worry about some of the, the ricks he made in, in the Euros, and I just don't think Everton should have to accept anyone. But you shouldn't look on his European performance, should you? You look at him as a Premier Why is League City player. Go? Well, this is the, the rags to riches that City have got. They can go and get a goalkeeper and open up 40, 50 million. Well, I'm saying Everton can as well. So. Well, can they, can they spend that amount of money on one single goalkeeper now, Greg? This is the, I, think Everton, well, I don't think Everton will get a chance like this. To basically have City, and say we'll have Joe Hart off you, and we'll take thirty so million. So you would well. then? I would personally, yeah, I totally agree. If, if we're judging a player on European Championship performances, we wouldn't have Rom back here. <laughs> yeah. He's have Robson Cano up front. So three of us in an agreement that Everton overall, John Stones has got to be done straight away for the better of Everton and for the better of John Stones. Not straight away, as quickly as possible to get the deal that suits Everton. Yeah, exactly as Phil just said. It's got to be. I wouldn't say it should be done to any timeline that suits Stones. Yeah. You know, all right, yeah, he wants the guy. I understand why him and his advisor will want him to go on tour with City, bed in, meet his teammates, work with Guardiola so he does a full pre season and hits the ground running. I couldn't care. I could not give two shiny ones about mm. what he wants. It's about Everton. And if that means that to get the top price, it drags on. Certainly, it's not something I relish, look forward to, not something I'll enjoy reporting on either. That yeah, yeah, exactly. But it doesn't matter. Everton's just got to get the best price for him because there's a very real chance one day we'll sit there and watch him play in a different, uh, for a different club, different colours, and think he used to play for Everton once and he's the best defender in the world. How Come ironic on. is it as well at the first pre season friendlies back at Barnsley? Imagine if he's still <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. books then. Yeah. <laughs> That's and then we, play, we play City not too. Soon after the season sure, starts. Exactly. Just this, uh, just uh, finally, does this have an effect on the current Everton players going into the season? You don't want that hanging over you with three games gone, do you? 
Um, if if the season starts with the, with that going on, yeah, it does absolutely. Mm. I mean, I think Roberto Martinez said that himself in previous seasons. He was a massive advocate of um, having the transfer window closed before the season kicks off. Uh, players are quite resilient. They will claim that you know it doesn't affect them unduly, but of course it does. They talk about it on the training ground. Mm. We saw at, to our absolute horror and cost on that opening day against Arsenal all those years ago when Lascos. <laughs> yeah. um, had a fairly mediocre performance in a game and finished 6-1. So, yeah, I mean, they'll certainly want it done and dusted before the season kicks off. Certainly, you know, don't want any of those, you know, sort of tremors rumbling on once the season starts. So there we go. Yeah, John Stones, we'll uh, keep you updated with all the developments on this potential move to City. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll be podding again later on next week.